How will restaurants navigate the new vaccine mandate? Burger King is turning its attention to operations, and the three big delivery companies are suing New York City. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Jonathan Mays, Editor-in-Chief of Restaurant Business. President Biden's bombshell announcement of a vaccine mandate for the staffs of any company with at least 100 employees left restaurateurs with few hard and fast indications of what the historic requirement will actually require of the industry. Operators joined lawyers, politicians, and other employers last week in trying to decipher the president's remarks. Does 100 employees mean 100 full-time equivalents? And does that threshold apply to the workforce of a single location or the whole operation? Employees can opt instead to be tested every week for COVID-19, but who will pay for the tests? A common answer did emerge. We will have to wait and see. Burger King is shifting its focus to operations. The Miami-based burger chain, which has been great over the years at getting attention, now wants to keep it by improving operations and execution. The company's new president of North America, Tom Curtis, has an operational background as a former operations executive with Domino's, where he also became familiar with the integration of technology into restaurants. That's a key area where Burger King wants to improve after its sales slowed in recent years. The three major delivery companies are all suing New York City. Grubhub, DoorDash, and Uber Eats have filed a lawsuit against the city, arguing that its permanent fee cap is unconstitutional and not related to any health care emergency, given that the city ended its dine-in restrictions. The companies also say that it was driven by animosity against delivery services. The city called the lawsuit baseless and defended this fee, evening the what they see as a David versus Goliath relationship between restaurants and delivery services. Investors are getting on board with emerging chains again, or so says RB's The Bottom Line. Investors in recent weeks have put money into Pincho, Bang & Buns, Dirty Bird, and Pliables, among others. It follows with growing interest in restaurants from a variety of investors. Strongly improving restaurant sales in recent months, coupled with a perception that there is new room for growth, have helped drive more investors to the industry of late. Mediterranean fast casual chain Cava is investing $30 million to build a large-scale food production facility in Virginia. The 57,000-square-foot facility will allow the operator to expand production of its dips and spreads to get them into more grocery stores around the country. The money comes from a $190 million funding round the chain completed last spring. Family dining chain Perkins noticed a lot of white space in virtual brands doing baked goods, so it it launched Bakery by Perkins. The pies, brownies, and muffins served in the restaurants are available for delivery, but the concept also serves as a testing ground for new items. Four varieties of individual cakes in flavors like raspberry lemon and chocolate peanut butter were introduced and became such good sellers they are transitioning to the restaurant menu. Now in test are lemon bars and crumb cakes, and Bakery by Perkins is exploring breakfast sandwiches, said CMO Joe Artim. Fast casual chain Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches has made an investment in three-unit Nashville hot chicken concept, Bangin' Buns. Financial details of, were of the deal were not disclosed, but leaders of the 80-unit Ike's will take over development, operations, and marketing for all future Bangin' Buns locations. Bangin' Buns was started in 2018 by a group of friends in the San Fernando Valley who started cooking Nashville hot chicken. 
The chain serves its chicken on a hoagie-style French roll instead of the traditional hamburger buns, which it says makes the sandwiches easier to eat. New formats and flavors are re-energizing brunch, a day part consumers really missed during the pandemic. According to Open Table, brunch reservations are up 8% compared to 2019, with customers patronizing brunch spots as much for the socializing and experiential elements as for the food and drink. Operators are stepping up, cooking up dishes with global flavors, coursing out the meal, and serving it tableside instead of setting up lavish buffets, offering brunch every day, not just on weekends, and expanding bar programs with low-proof cocktails and signature drinks. And that will do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday where you get your podcasts. I'm Jonathan Mays. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day. Have a great day.